Well, hello everyone. This is Family Life's original podcast. If that makes sense, my name is Robbie Lindmark, and I am here today with Mary and Mike and Preston. And just to make you aware, if this is your first time tuning in and you enjoy what you hear, remember there are previous episodes. I think we're on number this is six. Six, yeah. So yeah, if you've missed one, two, three, four, and five, we would love for you to check those out and subscribe so that you don't miss out on future content. So the topic today is work, work, uh, employment, uh, that sort of thing. What is it? How do we seek employment? What sort of job should we be looking for? How can we glorify God in that? And I was just joking with my friend Mary here, who's dressed very sharply, as well as Preston and Mike. Uh, I'm sitting here in paint clothes, just to give you uh, a a visual here of what's going on. These are the three professionals. And then I realized, wait a minute, this is my career because I'm a painter as part of my career. So if I'm painted and have all this paint all over my jeans and my shoes are falling apart, uh, it's part of my career. Yeah, exactly. So I'm I'm dressed the role. Exactly. So, okay, so one of my first things I'm wondering is, okay, work defining it is it a good thing is it a bad thing we're like oh work um what is it why do we have it why is it good or bad well i can take that one take it please (laughs) (laughs) let's go straight to the bible was work initiated before or after the fall Hmm. anybody know it was before before back (laughs) in genesis 2 15 says the lord god took the man and put him in the garden of eden to work it and keep it. Therefore, we know that work was um, something that was instituted before sin came into the world. It's something that God does. Mm -hmm. It's something that he expects us to do. And so I think just starting off with that proper perspective, work um, isn't some thing that you have to do so that you can get money to live your dream life. Work is a part of your life, and it can and should be a very good thing. Mm-hmm. I true. found that to be true too. Even in taking extended vacations, you know, I had a longer vacation around Christmas time, and it was great, and it was super fun and relaxing. And then, you know, it continued on, and then conti- and eventually, I was like, I'm <laughs> kind of ready to get back to my schedule. Like it, I don't know, just work, giving giving that sense of oh, I go and I do this thing that. It's not like that my work gives gives me purpose, but, you know, like it gives me something to do to work for him instead of just sitting around and sipping lemonade. (laughs) Lemonade is good, though. Yum. super good. (laughs) So I agree. It's a good thing, and I have found for me that I enjoy work, and then when it's not there, all of a sudden, um, that being said, I think it is important to, to rest from our work from time to time and take breaks. All right. We know it's a good thing then if God institutes it okay, I'm looking for a career or a job or what am I supposed to be doing? Do I have to go be a missionary because that's what God wants me to do? Uh, am I supposed to, what am, what am I supposed to do? Well, I think that, um, first of all, God made every single one of us unique. Um, and so that means that he's gifted certain people with the talents and the personalities to be able to do things like uh, be a pastor or a missionary or something like that. And that's really awesome for those people who that's their calling. But that being said, that's not what everyone is called to do for sure. Um, if everyone, if every Christian was a pastor or a missionary, then 
who would reach the people in all of the other places of work. And God gave us the talents that we have and, and the uniqueness to be able to do all kinds of different things. So yeah, so don't feel the pressure to be like, oh, I have to be like a pastor or a missionary if I'm a Christian. No, <laughs> no, that is not the case at all. I don't think anyone wants Preston to be a pastor. <laughs> pastor Preston. There's too many P's in Has a row. Has a nice ring to it, though. Good alliteration. Yeah, It's got too many P's in a row. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think you bring up a good point there, too, realizing that uh, – I think God makes us good at certain things for certain mm-hmm. reason. Exactly. Um, you know, I was like, oh, paint. You know, I got paint on my clothes. And when I was in high school, I was like, well, I'll never be able to use art as a career. That's just not what you do. I'm going to have to get a real job and do that on the side. <laughs> um, but for me, God blessed me with a career where I do get to paint. I get to do the, the sets here for the performances and use that painting then to be able to glorify God, which is just neat. And so I don't think God gives you things that you're interested in and then says, yeah, but I don't actually want you to use them. They're just for fun when you're at home not working. Like, I feel like he wants us to use those things throughout. I mean, look, those that were building the temple, it was like, oh, he gave them skills to do that. And those that were, you know, you just look at those different things that he he gives them to do. So I feel like the things that you enjoy, mm-hmm. if there's a way to turn that into a career. Do it. It's neat. <laughs> yeah. It's neat if yeah. you can do that. Yeah. And, and obviously – from the start, you're not going to find the perfect job that fits all of your favorite things that you love to do. That's that's just not going to happen. I like almost 100% guarantee that will not happen. <laughs> but it's important to remember that whatever you're doing, it should be for the glory of God. So whether you're cleaning toilets or making burgers or I don't know, whatever you're doing, it, it's okay to have those types of jobs and and eventually once you're past that point in your life you can look back on those things and realize that you learned something from them maybe uh, humility or perseverance or maybe even just appreciation for the people who do those jobs in general mm-hmm. yeah I have a I have a favorite little phrase I like to use there is no just oh I'm just working at McDonald's right now. I'm mm-hmm. just a janitor right now, but someday cuz wherever you are with whatever you're doing, I think God we you know wants to be able to u- use that in your life. It's not that you're just doing this, but how can you use wherever you are to be honoring him through it? And so I I know for me it was I uh, had a career in what I was liking to do and then Mm -hmm. lost that career and was like, no, now what? And was in a career that, you know, wasn't what I was looking for. And I was like, oh, I'm just doing this, but someday I'm going to get – I'm just in college, but someday I'm going to get – and it's like, well, okay, well, where are you though? And it's not that you're just doing this. Like, just avoid that. Avoid saying, well, I'm just doing this, but someday I'm going to, you know, mm-hmm. thrive in, you know, the, what is that phrase? A bloom where you're planted. Um, <laughs> but that reminds me of something you were saying, Mike, about like, you know, when you are young and in high school coming up through, people are like, you can be whatever you want. Follow your dreams. Right. It's, I think if you had any semblance of a normal childhood, you've probably heard that before. <laughs> you can do whatever you want to mm-hmm. do. And maybe technically that's true. Technically, I probably could have been a surgeon or a rocket engineer. <laughs> but 
I think the reality of it is if you look at the talents and skills and desires that God's given you, that will take the overwhelming options of I could do anything with my life. And it really narrows it down to maybe five or six choices. Mm-hmm. And from there, it's I think it's pretty easy to sort of start, start um, making decisions on what should I do with my work for my life? Should I work here or there? And just that simple fact of narrowing down from an unlimited amount of options um, from when maybe your parents said, you can do whatever you want to do. That's great, but it's also overwhelming <laughs> to narrow and focus in on these are the five or six things that God's really gifted me right. in. Now how can I use these? And I think yeah, it comes to that like, well, mm-hmm. what are you good at? Chances are pretty high that that's something God, a direction he wants to push you in. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and you, frequently I hear you talking about camp, camp, I love camp. Oh, and yeah. so tell us about <laughs> that because obviously that's something you have an interest in. Yeah, I've, I had worked at camp for I worked at one for four summers um, the first three was as a as a maintenance guy and then the fourth well maintenance and lifeguard and then the fourth summer I was asked to be the waterfront director which was a lot of fun it was I loved working at camp just the people you work with most summers were just like I love these people these people are my family and it doesn't like like that kind of comes from the fact that you're literally living with them all the time. You <laughs> cannot get away from these people. So you either have to learn to like them or you hate every second of working at camp. <laughs> but it's a lot of fun. And I, when I was at camp, I never really did have that feeling of, oh, I'm just working at camp. It was like, I'm working at camp this summer. And when I was like over the winter where I would try to find like a job to like just hold me over. (laughs) That's literally what I did was I just held it over. And Mm -hmm. as such, I never did really thrive in those. Mm -hmm. Um, I worked at a retail store for a while and I hated that. I, and part of that was just because it was like, well, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna work here until June and then I'm going to (laughs) quit. And then I'm going to go back to camp and everything will be fine again. So I I think interestingly enough, you and I have talked about this before, Mike, where you were like, oh, I studied to be a teacher, and then I was a teacher living my dream job, and it wasn't really working out. And I would love... I would just love for you to share some of that because I think that's a really interesting story, just realizing that I picked this direction and then all of a sudden I was in what should be my dream job and <laughs> it wasn't. And where did you go from there? Mm-hmm. Something that I didn't know was allowed before I got into that situation was simply this. If you don't like where you're at, don't be there anymore. <laughs> I, I've grown up. Um, with lots of people encouraging me and telling me, if you start something, see it through to the end. And that's really, really, really great advice. But if you find yourself in an unhealthy environment Mm -hmm. or doing a job that you dread, (laughs) then maybe the best option is to find something else. And so that was something that was really freeing for me. It's okay if I don't get it right on the first time. And even more so than that, God's working is is something that I 
cannot fathom when I'm in that situation. So for instance, the only reason I'm here at Family Life right now is because I went through a, a job experience that was less than stellar and it brought me here because of that. And so I look back on experiences that were crummy and I can see now that had they not occurred, I wouldn't be where I am today. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean I want to go back and relive them again, but it also doesn't mean that I wish they had never happened. Well, I think that's interesting. I, I have the, There's a, another friend of mine who just got a career, similar situation, where she's like, I really hope this is really what I've been wanting for and praying for, and she got in and started working, and it just wasn't working out. And she's like, mm -hmm. I, I think I'm going to have to quit, but like, all the people in the church have been praying for me to get this job, and I've told everybody I'm so excited about it, and now I'm just supposed to walk in and quit? And there's just that pressure of, like, this is what everyone's expecting me to do because I was excited about it. But I think that's a good point to realize. <laughs> you, I, I think there's value in, like, you know, stick it out, push it through, like, don't quit. But at the same point, if it's not the right fit, <laughs> I don't think God's up there like, you must stay here because this is what, you know, like just. Right, exactly. Let, just relax, let go of that. If it's not working out and you don't like it. Say if you're miserable. <laughs> it's probably not a good fit for you. <laughs> it's really hard to give God the glory when you're absolutely miserable in what you do. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It's hard to have a good attitude about what you're doing and everything as well. And I want to want to throw out a little caveat there is absolutely a difference between you being lazy and a poor right. fit. <laughs> right. So don't mistake those two. There might be times where you're just lazy and don't want to do the job that's there. But I think what we're talking about is when it truly is not the right fit. Not that, not that you've somehow strayed from God's will, but part of God's will is you realizing this is a bad fit and then allowing that to push you to the next thing. Right. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. So just because you might be lazy at something doesn't mean that you don't have to. You can quit and find something else. Don't be lazy. <laughs> that's good. No, that's really good. Moral of Go the story. Go to the ant, thou <laughs> sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, so I think if we were to, to look at the overall sort of where we've, where, we've gone, where we've come from here, we've said, okay, obviously work is something that said, okay, Work the garden. This is good. Work is is good. Um, something I want you to do. And then, oh, what am I supposed to do? Well, think about the things that you enjoy, and maybe there's something that God wants to to use in a career with something that you enjoy. And then boiling down to, well, just because you're trying it and not being lazy, but if you're trying <laughs> really hard and it just really is not a good fit, then all right, then find a new path. <laughs> Um, and then, you know, if I'm in a situation, you know, there is no, oh, I'm just, I'm just here. I'm just, you know, those transition periods, I think, are, are periods of time where God is going to be molding and shaping you for the next thing. But you can't get so focused on that future career out there somewhere. Exactly, exactly. I think also one thing that's important to point out is that the perfect job will not just fall mm. into your lap. Mm -hmm while you're sitting at home watching TV or something like that. That's not going to happen either. And um, it's really important to remember just just do the next obvious thing. Like do the next right thing. <laughs> exactly. Frozen. Exactly. Yeah. Um and and just 
apply for jobs, get yourself out there. And even if they're jobs that you know you're not going to do long term, get yourself out there. And uh, another thing to remember is just keep learning. The learning curve Ooh, that's will a good one. never, mm. ever end. And so even if you found the job that you think that you're going to be there for as long as you can foresee, still be be searching and looking and, and learning how to do your job better or, or even looking for other things that interest you. Conferences, podcasts, <laughs> exactly. books, <laughs> articles. Exactly. Keep learning. Yeah. And if I could go off of what Mary you just you just spoke on a little bit, mm-hmm. the idea of not looking at it as just this, and also back to the idea of do I need to make my living in ministry? Does every Christian need to be a missionary? I, I've sort of tried to tried to stick with the idea of wherever you are, be the best in that field. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're scrubbing toilets. You'd better be the best toilet scrubber out there if you claim to be a follower of Christ. And 1 Corinthians 10.31, whether you eat or drink, whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Mm-hmm. There's enough mediocre people out there in every career field. How about you be the best? Whether you're a teacher or a news reporter or a painter, don't worry about whether it's in the secular or sacred field. Don't worry about whether it's just this or you have it in your mind that it's a stepping stone to the next thing. Right. Just be the best. And do it for the glory of God. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, it goes back to your don't like don't be lazy. Actually, put in the work. It's really easy to be me- mediocre at something. Like that is the default <laughs> is mediocre. Mm-hmm. You have to actually put work into it and effort into actually being the best. But I think that like what First Corinthians ten thirty one says, where like whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Like. God loves it when we actually put in the effort to actually do something well. I was thinking of something <laughs> that you had said earlier that sparked my interest. Um, and, oh, oh, no, no, it's leaving me. Come oh, back. No. <laughs> Who was it? Oh, yeah. Okay. So if you're like, oh, what should I do? Um, do something. Mm-hmm. I've heard the analogy like, well, if the car is on but it's not driving, it, it can't. you can't steer the car unless it's actually – in drive. Exactly. So you can't sit there waiting for something. And I've made that mistake before. Like, okay, I'm the baby bird with my mouth open waiting for the worm. <laughs> like, you can't wait for something to fall in your lap. You have to, you know, do something. Exactly. And then if that's not the right fit, then, you know, that's going to lead to something else. But mm-hmm. don't just sit there. Do do something. <laughs> do something. And I think God will steer you from that. And then even if you think you've found the perfect career of your life congratulations for you because it's hard to do but just i think something really important to realize is there's always going to be challenges with it 
whatever mm. your yes, beautiful yes. career is, there's going to be something about it that's not fun and exciting. You're going to have to fill out forms. You're going to have to do emails. You're going to have to do something about it that you don't like. Even if exactly. you're self-employed, there's going to be some element you don't like. And there's always working with people. None of us are perfect. And so we, <laughs> we have these relationships that we have to constantly work on and realize what? if you're like, oh, I just if I just didn't have to work with this person, I could just run off to this other job and work. Just realize wherever you run off to, there are going to be people there, too. Mm. And you need to learn to work together and strengthen those relationships. You know, there is no perfect, flawless job out there. So stop looking for that because so you're not going to find it. I think a lot so of true. us love working here at FLN like all four of us love it here otherwise we Mm -hmm. wouldn't be here but there are always challenges throughout my day where it's like really I have to do this again I just did it two hours ago and like the one thing you said where there's always going to be something you don't like to do and I'm going to throw Mike under the bus because I know he hates phones I do I hate talking on the phone so don't call Mike (laughs) That's 1-800-927-9083. There yeah. you go. <laughs> Don't ask for Mike. Or do ask for Mike. I can't tell you how to live your life. <laughs> so I think something that's important to note, because we've been talking about, like, find what you like and do what you love and all that. And I guess for me personally, this is something I can really vouch for. Uh Sometimes you can view your career as your identity. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've heard mm-hmm. all the time, like, oh, my identity is in Christ. My identity is in Christ. I'm like, oh, of course my identity is in Christ. Duh, everyone knows that. But <laughs> what does that mean? Like, if you were to boil that down, like, my identity is in Christ. Um, and so I think I think particularly when you work in ministry, it could easily become that because you're like, I'm working right. for the Lord. And it can become something where you focus so much time and energy on your work that that becomes who you are. You mm-hmm. live and breathe and you are your work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that can be really dangerous. And yeah. for me, I got to the point where God was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to teach you that your life is not all about your career. So actually, I'm going to take your career away for a little while. And I was like, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> um, and I had to work through like, who am I without this mm-hmm. career? Mm-hmm. So I just think it's an interesting point. Like you can't be so focused on this is who I am. This is what I do. Um, no, I'm a, I'm a child of God first. Oh, yes. I also happen to do <laughs> this. I can't worship the career. Exactly. And I think it's it's really important to remember to – I know we say this almost every podcast, but it's important to read your Bible and pray and just be focusing on God throughout everything. And when you're working, focus on honoring God through what you're doing. And like Mike was saying, be the best fill-in-the-blank you can be, whether that's doing your job or working with other people. Um, yeah. <laughs> wow, I just had a random thought I wanted to throw oh, in here, please, too. Oh, please do. Because I'm thinking about, you know, those that are younger and maybe even starting families. I know my sister is a mom. That's her career. And mm. sometimes she struggles with, like, these other people are going out and doing other things and Mm. I'm at home trying to raise these babies. You have one of the most important jobs in the world. So whoever you are out there, if you're Mm -hmm. a stay-at-home mom or a stay-at-home dad, that's a super important job to do is raising kids. Amen. So we see you, parents. We see you. Mm -hmm. Can I just go back and say, thanks, Mary, for getting read your Bible, pray every day and you'll grow grow and grow stuck in my head You're and it will be there for the rest of the day <laughs> you don't want to shrink 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 I can tell you right, right, right. 
another thing to remember is that just because you aren't a official missionary or pastor, you can do those same things in any job that you're in. No matter where you go, you're going to be surrounded by people who need Jesus, and you you have that opportunity to showcase his love no matter where you are. And so I think that's another really important thing to remember. Well, there we have it. And if you like what you've heard today, don't forget to subscribe because you'll be updated on this podcast. But also, there's other Family Life original podcasts. One is Therese Talk, where Therese talks about life and faith and all those types of things. Really great. Are also 10 Minutes With, which are little 10 minutes with different artists and uh, things like that. So be sure you look for those wherever you can find other podcasts or at fln.org slash podcasts. And uh, we'll hope to see you next time. <laughs>